Welcome to the Christian Faith Fellowship Church Podcast. We are a church that believes in praying, going, life-changing discipleship in Jesus. We are so glad you have joined in for this message. If you enjoy what you hear, follow us to stay connected with our future updates and podcasts. Welcome to our Palm Sunday 2020 message. Grab a Bible and a notebook and get ready to learn. Here we go. Happy Palm Sunday weekend. Amen. Wow. To think here we are. Hey, before I even say that, are you all dressed up? Did you get all dressed up for church today? Are you there in your pajamas uh, or, or your sweatshirt sitting on your couch or your lazy boy? Uh, anyway, this is our Palm Sunday weekend and we came to celebrate. We just had our praise and worship. And again, our praise and worship had to be pre-recorded because of the social distancing. But this service is coming right at you today. Amen. So happy Palm Sunday. Let me say this. There has never been a Palm Sunday like this one ever before. Hey, what do you mean? Can, can you imagine? Here I am, a pastor, telling people, don't come to church. And on this Palm Sunday, this weekend, we had to tell people, don't come into the church building. Watch us online. Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on our app. Watch us on our, our website. Watch us on Facebook Live. These are crazy times. But here we are, online. And we've come to celebrate one person today, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen? So think about it. What a glorious day that must have been. 2,000 years ago, and for us Christians, what a glorious day it is today. Our Jesus, our King, our Lord, he came in. Yes, he was rejected back then, but he has been accepted by us. I've not rejected him, and I know you, church family. I know your love for the Lord. I hear it on Sundays in here. I hear it on Wednesday nights in here as we celebrate this this glorious Savior that we serve, this Savior who is going to open up the eastern sky, not move the clouds aside. He is going to come through the sky and bring us home with him. And I'm telling you, I believe it's going to be soon. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And my Bible says, comfort ye one another with these words. The rapture is words of comfort. If people say, you know, uh, 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 you know we're going to have to go through the tribulation. How is that comfort? That's not comfort to know that I'm going to have my head chopped off and all those things. No, my Bible says and your Bible says that we are not destined for the wrath of God. And that tribulation period is called the Jacob's sorrow. It's called the wrath of God. Now, we have seen so many of you that come to our church, you have heard this over and over. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. And more and more pieces are coming together. In these last few years, we have seen so many pieces come together. And I'm telling you, church, I wake up each day wondering, is today the day? Is this really going to be the day? So I, I said to Diane, Diane, I, I get a little nervous because 
And that quick, I'm going to be in the Lord's presence. There's nothing to be nervous about because we're not destined to wrath. We're not destined to judgment. Our judgment is the Bema seat. We're going to stand before God and receive the rewards for what we've done for the Lord while on this earth. What did we do with our time? What did we do with our talents? What did we do with our treasure? And you might say, well, I haven't done much. Start now. The Bible says it doesn't matter if you were in this a long time like me, over 40 years, or if you just got saved. Oh man, this is so good. Our Lord is so good. He wants everyone to be rewarded. And what a day of celebration it's going to be. You know, I was thinking as I went for my prayer walk, I'm going to see friends of old. I'm going to see people in our church, family members, my mom and dad, Diane's mom and dad, on and on. And we're going to celebrate and they're going to be able to take me for a tour of heaven. Hey, you want to see this? You want to go by the, the river of life? You want to see, have some fruit at the tree of life? It is going to be awesome. Just, just awesome. I'm looking so forward to it. So don't go through the great tribulation. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And we're going to go pre-tribulation. Amen. But today is Palm Sunday, but I think that all goes with Palm Sunday because if Jesus Christ didn't come, then we wouldn't have any hope of salvation. We, we would be dead and lost in our sins. But because he came on this special day, Palm Sunday is what we call it. This is our weekend experience. We understand. Let, let me just read a couple things to you. Palm Sunday is the Sunday before Easter that begins the Holy Week. It is the day that we remember and celebrate the day that Jesus entered into Jerusalem as Savior and King. And Friday night, we have made a decision. We are going to have our Good Friday service online also. We're going to receive communion. We're going to sing. We're going to worship. It's going to be awesome. So don't miss Good Friday, 7 p.m. also. And then Easter Sunday, you better wear your Sunday best. Amen? <laughs> I know some of you are laughing at me. You can go ahead and type it in. Pastor, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. But we're going to get dressed up, and we're going to come to church, and we're going to glorify God. We're going to give the devil a shot in the nose for bringing this coronavirus into our world. This is serious stuff, guys. I don't want one of our senior citizens to be hurt. I, don't, we, we, I love each and every person too much to do it. As soon as they told us no more than 10 people in the church, that we, we stopped. That was it. We obeyed the laws of the land, and we also care about our people in our church. Amen? So on this day, it is the day that we remember and celebrate the day that Jesus entered into to Jerusalem as Savior and King. As Jesus rode a donkey into the town of Jerusalem, a large crowd gathered. They laid their palm branches and their jackets, their cloths across the road. They were giving Jesus the royal treatment. The hundreds of people shouted out, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I love how it says in John chapter 11, Jesus made this statement to Mary and Martha. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Every one of your loved ones that have died in Christ are with the Lord right now. They're walking on streets of gold and they ain't dealing with no coronas, COVID-19 virus. Amen. They're not dealing with all the stuff that we're dealing with in the United States and our world. Amen. And he says this in verse 26, and whoever lives and believes in me 
shall never die. That's why the Bible talks about death as like sleeping in the Lord. Our bodies are here. I don't care if it was cremated. I don't care if uh, uh, Jaws ate it. It doesn't matter. What matters is the Lord's got the blueprint <laughs> and he's going to give us a glorified body. Oh, pastor, you're excited. I'm telling you, I've never been as excited as I am right now with the, the, the anticipation that I can be in heaven any day now. I can be seeing my Jesus. I can be seeing my Father God. We're going to see angels. You know the way you see a jet flying through the air many times with that big white trail behind it? We're going to go, there's Gabriel. There's Michael, and probably we'll know all the, the names of the other angels, too. We are going to see things that are going to be, oh, my, oh, my. Verse 27, she said to him, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into this world. So today, what I believe is with billions of other people that he is the Christ and that he has come into the world. And because he came into the world and because of Palm Sunday, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord that fulfills the scripture in Zechariah. And because he died on that cross on our Good Friday, and thank God it didn't stop there. Because if it would have stopped there, he would have been a great martyr. He would have been a, a person that gave us beautiful words. But no, on the third day, he rose from the dead. He has fulfilled every prophecy concerning him. Amen? So I want to do something a little different today. I took a little time and I looked at the, the four Gospels. And each Gospel talks about Palm Sunday. They're found in Matthew chapter 21, Luke chapter 19, John chapter 12, and Mark chapter 11. And each of them gives us a little glimpse differently. Remember, you know, people say, well, it should be word for word in each gospel. Then we would have known that they copied off each other. God uses the uniqueness of our humanity. God uses who we are. And he had those disciples. He had Matthew, Luke, John, and Mark write it down the way they saw it from their eyes. So I took this, I took out the parts that, that are said over and over, and we're going to read right through it. So it's going to be there on the screen. It'll be very hard for you to follow in your Bible. But let's begin. Now, when they had drawn near to Jerusalem and came to Bethany and the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying, go into the village just ahead and you will immediately find the donkey tied and a colt widow. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say to them, the Lord has need of them, and he will send them at once. Now all this happened in fulfillment of the words of the prophet, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you. He is meek. He is riding upon a donkey and upon a colt, the fowl of a donkey. Then the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. And he brought the ass and the colt, and they spread their cloaks on them. And Jesus sat on them. And a great crowd spread their cloaks on the road. And others cut down branches from the tree and spread them on the road. And marching along in front of Jesus and following along behind him, the crowd shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Then some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Master, rebuke your disciples. 
I say to you, replied Jesus, if these were to hold their peace, the very stones themselves would shout. Come on, don't hold your peace. Type it in there in the comments. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Or if you can't spell it all, just say, PTL, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then the Pharisees said among themselves, you see, there is nothing you can do. Look, the whole world is running after him. Now when Jesus drew near and beheld the city, he began to weep over him, saying, if only you knew today. Now watch what he says here. The things on which peace depends. For the days are coming when your enemies will cast a rampart about you and surround you on every side. And they will dash you and your children to the ground and will, leave, will not leave one stone upon another. Now we know that happened. That was fulfilled in 70 AD when Titus came in and he destroyed Jerusalem. Every stone was pushed over. You can go to Jerusalem. You'll see many of the stones still on the ground fulfilled to the word of Jesus. And the reason was, and we better take this to heart, church family, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. Church family, we are in the time of the Lord's visitation. I want to be as a son of Issachar that understands the times and the seasons. We are not living in normal times. In fact, I would say for the last couple decades, we haven't been, I, I would say since Israel became a nation in 1948, I wasn't here then, I was built, born in 58, but since Israel became a nation, nothing has been the same on planet earth. But I'm telling you the intensity of this last decade and now 2020, 2020, when we came into this year, it's like all these things that we've been saying for the last few years, all the jigsaw puzzle pieces have been coming together. No, this is a time of the Lord's visitation. This is a time that the Lord is saying, my arms are opened up wide. This is the dispensation of grace. I'm calling you in. But the door, the Gentile clock is about to shut. If you're not saved today, I don't know what you're waiting for because you don't want to go through the great tribulation. You don't want to, oh, they're going to say peace and safety for three and a half years, but then after that, all hell is going to break loose on planet earth. And I mean literal hell because this antichrist is going to be possessed by Satan himself and it is going to be crazy on planet earth. But I understand that I know many of you are understanding this time, this visitation that we're in right now. What's going on in our world right now with this coronavirus? Unprecedented. Nothing like this that I have known in our lifetime, and, and you can go back a hundred years probably, and nothing like this has happened before. This past week, an earthquake was in Idaho, 6.5 in Idaho. The week before, an earthquake was in Utah, knocked the trumpet right out of the, out of the, the Mormon uh, tabernacle there in Utah, knocked it right out of that angel up on the top there, Moroni. You know, guys know what I'm talking about. I don't have to get too big. And I think about that. God is shaking things. Things are happening. Now again, I don't believe this is the judgment of God. That's preserved for the tribulation period. I believe we are under grace right now. God is saying, come on in, come on in. The Lord is long-suffering, desiring that none perish. But the sins that we have led into this nation, the murder of children, what we have done to marriages, 
on and on has opened up a, a door. The law of reciprocal has come back. What we have sown, we are reaping. But we are not appointed unto wrath, church family. Jesus is coming back, and he is going to protect us. Come on, guys. When During the Passover lamb, and now we're ce celebrating Passover, the Jewish people, and we do as Christians, during that time, as long as they stayed inside, and they had the blood on the top and on the side of the lamb, they were saved. Didn't matter what sin you committed. Didn't matter what bad you did. And there were Egyptians in there because the Bible talks about a mixed multitude that went with the children of Israel. But as long as they were under that blood, they were preserved. Brothers and sisters, church family, we are under the blood of Jesus Christ. The lamb without spot or wrinkle. The perfect sacrifice for all eternity. We are protected. You're protected. I'm protected. Let's stay where we are. Let's finish this up. And when they entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred, saying, Who is this? This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. The crowd, the crowd replied, and Jesus entered the temple. And when he had observed everything, he went out to Bethany with the twelve, for it was already late in the day. It's pretty cool to look at it in that way, that we're looking at each part of this uh, uh, that went on there. And this was to fulfill the scripture in Zechariah 9.9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming. He is just in having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the fowl of a donkey. So Jesus came on the scene and he fulfilled the scripture to the T. We today look forward to the... We look to the cross, back to the cross, but we, oh, let me say this right. We don't look forward to the cross. We look back at the fulfillment and all that it gave to us. Because of Jesus coming into the world, we that, that believe have been redeemed from eternal death and have been given eternal life. Church family, he is risen. Say it out there. You gotta type this in. He is risen Indeed, please type it in. Give you a second there. Type it in. You might say, I don't want to miss anything that you're saying. Type it in. Type it in. He is risen indeed. And today, because of what Jesus has done and because of our accepting of him as our Lord and Savior, we are born again. We are redeemed. Jesus said, don't you know, Nicodemus, you must be born Again, it's not an option. It's not an option. If you're out there thinking, oh, this is just another thing that's going on in our world. You know, earthquakes have always been. Uh, uh, tornadoes have always been. Hurricanes have always been. And you're right, they've always been. But never, not in the intensity and the magnitude that we're having today. Volcanoes are, just go online, type it in, volcanoes. Type in earthquakes. See how many are going on even right now. But, this coronavirus is so different. When we've had other viruses, when we've had other plagues, it might hit Europe, it might hit China, it might hit an area. This is the entire world that is shut in. And I, I truly believe God is saying, you got some time to be quiet. You don't got baseball games, you don't got football games, you don't got soccer games, basketball, theaters, movies, all this. Are you gonna take a little time to look within? I'm coming back 
and I'm coming back for a church that's without spot or wrinkle, a church that's washed in my blood. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus Christ, we have been made brand new. Brand new, church family. And I think about that scripture in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Why don't you go ahead and turn there in your Bibles. We'll look at it in the New King James. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Many of us, I know it by heart. Good scripture to know by heart, right? Therefore, if anyone, do I have any anyone's out there? Give me a wave. Go ahead. Great. Be in Christ. He is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And because of what Jesus has done, we today are made right with Almighty God. Look, church family, I hope you understand this. We are not going to be judged for sin. Jesus on that cross took our sins for us. We are only going to be judged for what we have done for Christ with our time, our talent, with our lives. Did we live for him or did we live for ourselves? And what happens is, see, once you accept Jesus, you're born again. That, that's a free gift. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's a free gift. That's given to us. But I don't want to go to heaven empty-handed. I don't want to be like the one that made it in. Some Paul said it, some will be saved, as if by fire. I don't want to be saved by fire. I don't want to have a deathbed experience. I don't want, thank God, you got to heaven, amen? But I want the crowns that the Bible talks about. I want the rewards for being faithful for the Lord. And again, if you haven't been, you can right now. You can change your life right now and start living for the Lord. Because it says in this 2 Corinthians 5.21, for he made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us. So my Savior became sin for me. That I might become the righteousness of God. Or I might become right with God. Right at this moment. Even before us going to heaven. You that have accepted Jesus. You that are under the blood. Me. You. We are right with God. God's not mad at us. That's why we can call him Abba. Father. Oh, you got to have the fear of the Lord. Right, and what did Jesus say the fear of the Lord is? The fear of the Lord is to worship him, to love him, to respect him, to have a life that worships him. It's not going like this, cringing on our ground. How would that be a father-son relationship? It's not. Our Lord loves us. He cares for us, and he wants us to have that precious fellowship with Abba, Father. In the New Living Translation, it says it like this. I'll read these two verses. This means that anyone that belongs to Christ, if you belong to Christ, give me a wave out there, or just say I belong to Christ if you don't know how to put a wave there, has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. And wait till we get the new life up in heaven. See, our, our spirit man is born again, so it's brand new, it's perfect, it'll be perfect, it's as perfect now as it'll be a trillion years from now. But our minds are not, we need to renew them, and our body he promised us, oh, he promised us this glorified body like unto his own. Wow. Church family, no virus will be able to get on that new body. No toothache will be able to get on that new body. No earache, no problems with eyes, problems with feet. 
Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And then verse 21. For God made Christ who never sinned. My Jesus never sinned. But he became the offering for our sin that we could be made right with God. I am made right with God, not on my own works, not on my own merits, but on what Jesus Christ has done for me. He's the one that died on the cross. He's the one that took the sins of the world upon himself. And on this, on this I was going to say Good Friday, on this Palm Sunday, as he came in, we rejoice with him. We are able to say, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So this week, as we remember our Savior's passion and the amazing, amazing resurrection day, Christmas is wonderful, but there's nothing like Resurrection Sunday. Let's remember that he came on, on a donkey that day on Palm Sunday. But church family, he's not coming the second time on a donkey. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. He's coming on a white horse. He's coming in proclaimed on him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He might have came in lowly on that day. He might have came in humble on that day, but he's coming in victorious. I want to read this to you today. Go to Revelation chapter 19. Our Savior is going to come on that white horse, but it says that he's coming with his saints. That's us. We're going to be right behind them. I've never ridden on a white horse before. I'm going to be on a white horse. John and Troy and Matt and Dan and Brandy and John and Diane and your children and my children and on and on are going to be on that white horse to meet the Lord. No, not to meet the Lord in the air this time, to come back with the Lord. Watch how it says this in Revelation chapter 19. This is too good. Are you ready? Hold on to your couch there. Hold on to your chair there. Now I saw heaven open. I started to start reading the book of Revelation. I actually went to uh, version, and I made it my plan. I started on April 1, so I can just go through at the beginning of the month, and I'm going to keep reading the book of Revelation till he returns, because that's the book that it says, you re blessed are those that read this book. You get an extra blessing for it, amen? Here we go. I don't understand the book of Revelation. I don't understand a lot of the Bible yet. I'm learning, but I understand this one scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's what I believe. That's what I know. And I'm learning a little bit more every day. Come on, let's, Revelation 19, 11, you're there. Now I saw heaven open. See heaven open. And behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. Would you type that in there? Faithful and true. Faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like flames of fire. His head, on his head, were many crowds. Remember when Jesus came the first time? He came as a, bed, a babe. His crown was thorns. Not this time. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, his very own blood. And, he was, and his name is called the Word of God. What have I been teaching? The sower sows the Word. Build your house on the Word. Why? 
He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Who's that? That's you. That's me. Ah, put it. Put, type this down. I'm coming down with the Lord on that day. Look what it says. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Might as well write that one down too. I'm coming down on a white horse. But Jesus is going to be before us on that battle. So just like now we need to learn to rest in the Lord, he's saying I'll take care of it on that day also. We're going to see Satan chained up. We're going to see him thrown into the pit. We're going to see him bound for a thousand years that he will not go about deceiving the nations anymore. Hallelujah. After the thousand years, we'll be let loose for a short time. But we don't fall under that because we've accepted the Lord now. Amen? Uh, we, we can't get into that right now. But let's get into the rest of this. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that he should strike the nation. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads out the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of God. See, the wrath of God has been put upon Jesus. That's why we're not under the wrath, the fierceness of God. We are children of God. Jesus said, I don't call you a servant anymore. I call you a friend. Hello, friends of God. Want to take that one down? I am a friend of God. Remember that song? I am a friend of God. I keep singing lately. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. I love these songs. Anyway, stay with the message, Tom. Okay. He himself tre treads the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of God. So the cross of Jesus Christ has taken away the wrath of God from us. But for those that have not received him, the wrath of God is still upon you. And the Bible says you don't want to fall into the hands of an angry God. You don't, you don't want to take hold of this free gift. When I see people type on Facebook or, or, or Twitter, ah, yes, it's all make-believe and all. Brothers and sisters, eternity is a long time to be wrong. If I'm wrong and all there is is the grave, I've lost nothing. I've had a good life. I've had a great wife. On and on. I die. I'm in the grave. I become dust. It's over. But if I'm right and you're wrong, eternity is a long time. Let me finish up here. Verse 16. And he has, his, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. That's my Jesus. That's your Jesus. Amen, church family. Do you love him today? Just put a bunch of hearts. Go ahead and hit the little heart button there. How much do you love them today? Put as many hearts as you can. Just keep clicking the hearts, not the thumbs up right now, just the heart to represent that we love Jesus. I love them. 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 Amen, church family. We're going to receive communion. We're going to speak Psalm 91 out. But before we do that, I just want to pray. I want to pray for, I just feel like this message is going to, please share this message. I share it with family members. I just believe this message had something for the something, something special for those that are lost today. So if you're here today and you're hearing this message and you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord, to be your Savior, this is not a time to play games. This is a time to shut that TV. It's about the only entertainment TV and internet that we have left. 
Look within. The Bible says God has placed eternity in everybody's heart. Everybody's got that ticker in there that just says, I need to accept Jesus Christ. Many cover it up with many things, but many things are taken away right now because God has given every person this opportunity. But if you're here today, you've never accepted Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. Say, my dear God in heaven, I ask you to forgive me. I'm a sinner. I need to get saved. My dear God in heaven, I don't come in my own merits. I come in the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I repent of them, Lord. Thank you for coming in and renewing me, making me a new creation that I am born again. You said if I confess with my mouth, I confess you, Jesus, that you are Lord and believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. I believe this today, Lord. I believe it with all my heart. I'm not doing this out of fear and then just changing a month from now when this is over. I believe it, Lord. Take my life, use it. I give you my time. I give you my talents. I give you my life, Lord. I give it to you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for accepting me today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Church family, I pray that you are praying during that time for others like we do here at church. Church family, please share this. And if you're making that decision today, please let us know. We want to pray for you. Give us your name. Let us know. If you don't have a Bible, we'll get one to you or we'll put it outside here for you to pick up. Pastor, you sound like you're really a little concerned. We are in the end, guys. This is it. We're coming around third base and we're going to score. Jesus Christ is coming. He's coming soon. The things that are happening are mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Amen. Got your communion ready? Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you that the body of Jesus was broken so mine doesn't have to be. I thank you that his blood was shed so mine doesn't have to be. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Thank you. I've asked you to come into my heart. And because of that, I have your bread now that symbolizes your body that was broken for my healing. I receive your healing from the top of my head to the soles of my feet for myself and my family. Thank you for the covenant that I have with you. I break this bread because your body was broken for me. And I accept this free gift of pardon today. I accept this free gift of your love in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus, you shed your blood for me. And I thank you because your blood was shed. I receive remission of sin, total forgiveness, past, present, future. Thank you today that as I receive this cup, I receive it freely because you gave it freely. And I receive it as a gift from you. Thank you 
that you, I receive eternal life through your shed blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, now we pray over the prayer requests that have come in online, people writing about friends that have died of the coronavirus, EMT workers. We pray for hospital people, Lord, uh, our doctors, nurses, Lord. We pray for them, Lord. We pray, Father, for each frontline person. Oh, thank God for what they're doing to help so many people, Lord. We pray, Father, for them. We pray for our president today. You've given him and Vice President Pence to us as a gift for such a time as this. We lift them up before you. Give them courage. Give them strength. Give them wisdom. We pray for this team that he's put together, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for them, Lord. And I, I pray for all these businesses that are donating millions upon millions of, of the, the mask and the virus uh, thing that they're trying and the ventilators and the plastic shields and on and on. Thank you for them. I pray for the doctors right now on the boat. I believe the name Comfort in our, uh, but next to New York and the other one over in, in, but next to LA, Lord, that it can help people, Lord. We pray, Father, for all those that are in authority, enough with the, the garbage that we pray for one another, Lord. Thank you for that. We pray for the nations of the world, North, South America, Asia, Europe, Africa, Pacific, even the Antarctic, Lord. We pray over all our continents, the seven billion people, Lord. There's such fear in our world right now. I have a cousin in Italy that just wrote, and thank God for the translation, Lord, and, and he just says, very bad times, very bad times, sad, Lord. But we pray, we do our part and pray for one another, Lord. And we thank you for it. We lift up the prayer request before you in Jesus' name. Church family, as you many of you have seen, I've been doing morning prayer and evening prayers with the updates, and I'm going to continue to do them for you. Amen. Connect. Just, just It's five minutes. That's why I did them short, so that you can just hear what I want to say to stay connected. But the prayer time is that we can covenant together and pray together. Amen. We're going to read Psalm 91, and then I'm going to speak a blessing over you as we wrap up today. Are you ready? It's on the screen there. Let's read it together. I go to God, most high to hide. I go to God, all powerful for protection. I say to the Lord, you are my place of safety, my fortress, my God, I trust in you. God will save me from hidden dangers and deadly diseases. I can go to him for protection. He will cover me like a bird, spreading its wings over its baby. I can babies, excuse me. I can trust him to surround and protect me like a shield. I will have nothing to fear at night and no need to be afraid of the enemy's arrows during the day. I will have no fear of disease that come in the dark or terrible suffering that comes at noon. A thousand people may fall dead at my side or 10,000 right beside me, but nothing bad will happen to me. All I will have to do is watch and I will see the wicked. They are punished. I trust in the Lord for protection. I have made God most high my place of safety. So nothing bad will happen to me. No disease will come near my home. He will give his angels, he will command his angels to protect me wherever I go. Their hands will catch me so that I will not hit my foot on a rock. 
I will have power to trample on lions and poisonous snakes. The Lord said, if someone trusts me, I will save them. I will protect my followers who call to me for help. When my followers call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. I will give my followers a long life and show them my power to save. Amen. Church family, we're trying to stay connected. Connect with Brother John, with the teen group. Connect with Miss Ashley, with the children. Get on there and connect with them. Connect with me with the pastor's update daily and also for our prayer time together. Again, for these services here, just the praise and worship is not live. We had we didn't want it. We doing the social distancing, but on our Wednesday night, Matt and Dan have been playing together. So again, we're doing Wednesday at 7 p.m. This coming week we have Good Friday, Amen. 7 p.m. We're gonna have Saturday 7 p.m. and Resurrection Sunday 9 and 11, Amen. Our Resurrection Sunday weekend. Share it. Please let others know. Let's see the numbers go up. Let's get people born again. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Let me bless you before you go. Father God, I thank you for this time that we have. This is different, but this is good, Lord. Thank you for the faithfulness of your people. Father, I pray over the check that we just sent to Samaritan's Purse, Lord. All the work that they're doing for this coronavirus, the tornadoes that have hit. We as a church support them, and we're going to support them more, Lord, as, as during this season, Father. Thank you for that. Thank you for Franklin Graham and the great work that they're doing. Now, Father, I thank you for each person that joined themselves on whatever platform, Lord, or even watching a day later, whatever it might be. I pray for them. I pray for those that are in the parties right now. I pray your blessing and protection upon them. No harm shall come near them. I thank you, Lord, that you, the Lord, you bless us and keep us. You, the Lord, you make your face shine upon us, and you are gracious to us. You, the Lord, make your peace come upon us. I thank you, Lord, that you have made us the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, that in all our ways and endeavors we are greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved, but we are blessed to be a blessing. Church family, celebrate Palm, Fam Palm Sunday together as a family. We're praying for you. We love you. God bless. Have a great day. See you Wednesday night or I'll see you each day, morning and evening during the pastor's update or the, the pastor's prayer, my prayer to you. God bless. Have a great day.